gosh, I will tell you guys I record these podcasts and I discover like more blind spots just as I'm recording. Eh, I don't want this there. I don't want people to know this. And then I delete. I'm like, whoa, okay. There is that for transparency. But anyway, back to recording. I'm talking on this podcast about laddering and status drama as blind spots for you to consider to get yourself free, freed off and break through that mental jail. I really love breaking through mental jails. It's such a freedom. It's sort of like you bust these jails and you have, you can breathe. Like there's just more space. There's more air in the room and, and you just start expanding into the next version of yourself. And some of them are very sticky. Some of them are obvious. Some of them are non-obvious at all. And it's of it's up to us to like dig in and do the do the work to really look at the things that don't want to be seen, right? They're unseen for a reason. They really don't want to be seen, but it is our job to dig in and look at this all. So <sighs> laddering. Laddering is the comparisonitis. It's the dark side of the accelerated growth. So maybe you'll relate to this. You're growing like crazy. Like you have grown like crazy in the past two years. It's like it's a spiritual pressure cooker. There's so much going on. You're laughing, then you're crying again, and things are going so well, and you're expanding, and then you're like, "What is this? Why do I feel like this? Why do I? Why, why do I feel this terrible and this con- contracted again and again and again?" And then you, then you pull something out, and there's the next round, and then you know some of us felt felt sick for like the first time in ten years, and that's just right. And we're growing, but somehow. You know, we have we have seen so many new skills and abilities and we're more intuitive than ever. But somehow we're not where the person over here is. We're not there with the level of skills that we want to have. Our heart is not as open as we want it to be. We're not unconditionally loving and like loving like this person next to me has so much love for people. It's like I'm not there. What's going on? Or my psychic abilities, or my intuitive abilities, my connection to, you know, so-and-so is connecting, they're channeling so-and-so and connecting with so-and-so and the guides and this, this, and plant teachers and, and you name it, I'm not there. I wish I was there, but I'm not there. And then there's this little voice that says, well, it's so invisible. You probably don't even hear it. It's like, but you're not worthy to your clients unless you have that you're somehow a fraud unless you have that now that is the energy that they will get you could have the most amazing skills you could be the most psychic intuitive conscious loving human being But if you are at this level, beautiful level that you're over here, but you're telling yourself, but I'm not at the next level, I'm not enlightened, I'm not this and I'm not that, then that is the energy that you're going to be emitting out there. And people will not even see the beautiful, evolved, skilled person with all these gifts and all these strategies and all these teachings that you can give to people who are five steps behind you. So this is the thing. It is not where you are that really matters for your success. 
because there is no matter where you are, there's always going to be people who are five steps behind you. I really want you to take this seriously, so I'm going to repeat it. It doesn't matter where on the scale of consciousness you are, what really, like, it doesn't matter. The, what matters is that you own it, that you accept it, that you value it. Because when you value yourself and exactly where you're at, not where you're not, exactly where you're at and you own it and you say, like, oh, I can help those who are five steps behind me. And I'm okay that I can't help the people who are at the same level or who are ahead of me. And I'm okay that I can't help the people who are 20 steps behind me because they're a little bit triggered by this. I'm okay being able to help only these people who will resonate with this, who are five steps behind me. I'm totally okay with this. <sighs> that energy, that confidence, that certainty, that is what will pull the people to you. This alone just solved you a bunch of issues if you really, really take this seriously. Number four, status drama. Status drama blind spot. So, mm, you know, this is a little difficult for me to talk about and admit to you, but I will do this anyway. Pride is my biggest enemy that I've accepted and battled and accepted and battled so much. It's the need to be seen a certain way because that helps me feel safe. And that's a trauma that I'm still in the process of healing. As a child, I was somebody who was not just unaccepted. I was, I was somebody who was almost despised by a lot of people. There was hate. I was the, I was the straight A student and I had a a little bit of a defiance and nose up about it as a defense mechanism and it didn't go very well for me. And on top of that, I had like no social skills and, you know, and I was, I, because I had this need to impress my mom, I was, I was great at everything. I would win all the competition and I would like, you know, all the recitals and piano competitions and best and this and good at that. And it just really didn't win me a lot of fans. Let's just say that. And as a result, I got so much, you know, it was years and years and years and years of being put down by my peers. And as a result, I adopted this thing that I have to be seen a certain way. I have to have a certain status, right? And I have to prove that I still can hold a status. So there are certain things I struggled doing because I have struggled doing because it's like, yeah, this is below my pay grade or this is below who I am. And that kind of thinking does no, does us no, no favor when we're trying to help people, transform people and offer them our program, right? Because I'm like, well, I'm not going to invite people to come my program because that's desperate. You know, I just, mm, I just, no, I just don't want them to see me as somebody who's too desperate to be inviting them to my retreats or to my program or whatever you have, right? So that sort of thing creeps in. It also creeps in for people uh, once, once they achieve something, once we achieve a certain size, size business, 
and we have had a few successful launches. And now we have flashed our success. Now we're at six figures or seven figures or whatever. And we're like, whoo, I have doing all these successful launches and we're flashing it out there. Like what happens when we want to scale down, when we want to go back inward, when we want to take six months and focus on our healing, but we feel so conflicted because we don't want to be seen as a failure. We don't want to be seen as the person who like had all this success and like, you know, all of a sudden crash and burn and like shut it down or whatever. And then now we're in a jail. We're in a status jail. We're in our, st our own little status drama of needing to prove continued success. And we always have to run as, a, as the Olympic coach in our business. We always feel like we need to run faster than the Olympic athlete. Right? We're always proving that we can grow our business faster than they can because that is what it takes to be a business coach. Does it? I don't think so. I don't think so. I can be an amazing business coach to the one person who is going to go to the eight-figure mark and I only have one client. That's not the reality of what's happening. I'm just giving you an example, right? Like you can absolutely do that when you create the intention and the energy and you don't necessarily want to take a bajillion clients. Yes, you can absolutely take help your clients to take them to sky highs. You can run your little mastermind with five people in it. And you can take them to sky highs. You can have them. Your job is to have your athletes outrun you, right? It's not so much about your success. If you're a health and fitness coach, guess what? You don't have to look all great and perfect and be all in shape all the time. What matters is that you are there creating the space for the transformation of your people. If you're a shadow work, you, a shadow work coach, like you don't have to have it all figured out. Actually, your process with it, and you're sharing the stories of struggle and, and you know trial, trumps and trumps, <laughs> trials and and uh, gosh, I'm missing words here. Tri tribulations. Anyway, I'm I'm losing words here, but. You know what I'm talking about, right? Like, you do not have to outrun your people. That's just status saying that. That's just ego. That's just pride saying that. Okay? So hope that gives you a little bit of freedom. A little bit of freedom. A little bit of space in your day. I wish you nothing but freedom and joy and love in your business and doing with so much passion and as few constrictions as humanly possible. I love you guys. If you want to work with us, talk to me, send me a message, send me an email, whatever. Find me on Facebook, let me know, and we will chat and figure out what's best for you. All right, thank you so much, and see you in the next podcast. If you are getting value out of what I share in this podcast and you would like to give back, please consider leaving us a review or rating on iTunes or sharing this podcast with a friend. I would so appreciate it. Thank you so, so much.